Welcome to Eczema Out Loud from the National Eczema Association. I'm Danny Morsehead. My guest today is Dr. Olivia Sue Friedman. Dr. Friedman is a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner who specializes in treating dermatologic conditions such as acne, eczema, and topical steroid withdrawal. Hi, my name is Olivia Sue Friedman. I am a doctor of acupuncture and Chinese medicine, a licensed acupuncturist and an herbalist. Um, I started working in uh, traditional Chinese medicine because um, I had lifelong eczema and just could not get it cured. I got to a point where um, I had had it for decades and it had gotten worse and worse uh, to the point where not only did it affect my skin, but it made me have a lot more allergies. I ended up having really bad asthma and then I started to get uh, urticaria, which is hives. Um, the hives started traveling to my throat and I would oftentimes have anaphylaxis as a result and was in the hospital a lot. So obviously it wasn't a great way to live. Um, I never knew when the next shoe was going to drop and I just felt like there had to be a way to treat this. And up until that point, I had not gotten a lot of um, ways to actually resolve the situation. I had a lot of great ways to manage it. Um, but it was getting worse and worse. So I guess it wasn't really managed that well. Um, that was why it kind of opened me up to seeking alternative healthcare. And I actually signed myself up to see a traditional Chinese medicine doctor. And sure enough, uh, within uh, six months, my skin started to resolve and my allergies started to mitigate. Um, the only thing that continued was a peanut allergy. My asthma went away. I stopped having hives. And then I got to a point where I actually didn't even need the TCM anymore because my body had completely healed. So anyway, it's a pretty life um, changing moment, um, which really made me say, you know, if I could learn how to do this and help other people who have been struggling all their lives as well, get to a point where they can get their life back, then I want to l- learn how to do this. So that kind of led me on a journey to quit my current, the job that I was in, which was in corporate America, go back to school and then uh, get a degree in traditional Chinese medicine, specialize in dermatology, and that's where I am today. Wow. So did you have any prior exposure to TCM? Um, I actually did. I am Chinese um, in terms of my background, and my grandmother actually was a really huge proponent of um, just a lifestyle based on TCM principles. But she practiced acupuncture, not herbal medicine. And so I was not really exposed to herbs as extensively until I went to school. We did employ a lot of herbs in our diet um, on a regular basis, but um, we did not use them specifically for uh, more chronic conditions. So is herbal medicine your specialty within TCM? Yes. Um, So I only do herbs now. Um, In this country, in order to become a traditional Chinese medicine herbalist, you actually do have to train as an acupuncturist first, and then you continue to uh, get what they call an oriental medicine uh, degree, which includes um, the study of herbs, which is another year or two, depending on the program. And how did you come to focus on herbs specifically? Yeah. You know, herbs are really, really effective when it comes to chronic conditions like skin. Um, Acupuncture is great, but oftentimes uh, people who have something like eczema 
have the skin condition all over their body. And it's a little bit harder to get acupuncture needles into the points that you need to do um, because it's either in areas where the rash is prevalent or it actually can be kind of irritating to the skin to actually, you know, put acupuncture needles in. On top of that, my experience with eczema is that you're super itchy all the time. And so sitting on a table or lying on a table for 20 minutes and not moving because you don't want those needles to be moving around while they're inside of you can be really difficult. So herbal medicine is really, really effective um, in being able to work with people who have the condition without getting in the way of, you know, different things that could irritate them. It's incredibly customizable in that, you know, everybody has a very different uh, presentation of eczema. They also have a lot of different contributing factors that can make their eczema more aggravated. And so we can take into account all those different things by choosing very different ingredients and also choosing different dosages of each of those different ingredients. So for example, um, in eczema, there's probably, you know, minimally 40 different herbs that we use um, or can choose from, I should say, not every formula has all 40. Um, I would say most formulas are about <clears throat> 10 to 15 herbs. Um, so we can choose what makes the most sense for you based on what how you're presenting, um, all the other symptoms that are coming into play, you know, even things that are seemingly um, not related, but actually are part of the reason why you have eczema. Um, so exam for examples would be like, you know, not being able to fall asleep at night um, or, you know, finding that the itches were set at night versus the day or even people who have, you know, irregular menstrual cycles or things like that. Oftentimes when they start using herbal medicine, a lot of those things alleviate as well because it's really a system that's not quite right versus a singular symptom that needs to be managed. Okay, let's take a step back. For our listeners who don't know anything about traditional Chinese medicine, what is it from a really high-level perspective? Yeah, traditional Chinese medicine encompasses a lot of different uh, modalities. And I think a lot of people are very familiar with acupuncture as one of them. Um, it also incorporates um, the use of herbal medicine. It also utilizes things like gua sha and cupping and dietary guidelines, um, as well as just basic lifestyle, um, you know, exercise and things like that. So we really talk about the tenets of health in terms of what the body needs to really maximize the life force that's within it. And if you are doing all the things that are maximizing that life force, then you should in fact be healthy. And if you're doing a number of things that are actually not working to make the life force as strong as possible, that's when you start having uh, symptoms. That's when you start having disease. And that's when you start having problems. So TCM is really a look at the body from a very holistic viewpoint, really trying to understand all the different things that you need to keep in balance in order to have a really healthy life force and therefore a very healthy life. And it incorporates psychology as well. Um, you know, the mind, body, and spirit are all connected. And I think TCM recognized that from the very beginning. And I think modern medicine is actually starting to move in that direction or really realizing that we have to look at people as whole beings and not just parts. Um, and that we have to think about the larger system that's, that's working and how do we make it 
as healthy as possible. So all things go well, not just the skin, not just, you know, one or two things that are going wrong. Totally. Curious before I move to my next question, you you mentioned the term gua sha, was it? Yes. What is that? Gua sha is a form of, I guess in very rudimentary terms, it's like a, a, a scraping almost. Uh, what you're doing is using um, a tool to kind of rub up against the skin. And it actually helps to enervate the skin in a, many different ways, uh, depending on how do you utilize it. I'm not an expert in gua sha, so um, I don't know if I can speak um, on a very high level about it, but you know, it is something that we cover off um, when we go to Chinese medical school on a on a basic level. Um, a lot of people use it for cosmetic usage, but we actually use it for a lot of different chronic conditions, including pain, including um, you know, colds and flu. I mean, it can be used in so many different ways. How are you trained? And what types of certifications or schooling do you go to to become a TCM practitioner? Yeah, that's a really great question. I think a lot of people think it's kind of like um, something that's passed down from your family and you just learn from, you know, a great grandmother or whatnot. Um, But that's really not true. It's actually um, a codified medicine and there are actually accreditations that you have to get in order to do it. So it's not that dissimilar from any other uh, medical professional. So to begin with, you need to enroll in um, a school that's accredited um, throughout the United States um, through a group called ACOM, A-C-A-H-M. Um, and then that school has to provide us a, a program that actually um, has a master's degree in acupuncture and oriental medicine. That program is typically a three to four year program, depending on the school and how quickly you can go through all the semesters, um, if you're going full-time versus part-time. Um, and then through all those different Uh, years, what you are going to be learning is didactic work um, in both acupuncture and herbal medicine. But you're also going to go through a lot of training that Western doctors go through. Um, You know, believe it or not, people who do TCM actually work with people's bodies too. Our patients have just as much anatomy as anybody else. So we have to learn about anatomy. We have to learn about biochemistry. We have to learn about um, all the different systems of the body and how they work. So I think people are very surprised to learn that we actually have an entire year that is very, very similar to the first year of medical school um, um, because we have to learn about all that stuff and how it works. Um, From there, we then learn a lot about Chinese um, medicine. And that's where, you know, the acupuncture uh, meridians come into play. We learn about all the different points, how they affect the body, um, what different point prescriptions work for different kinds of um, illnesses. And then from there, um, we jump off and learn about herbal medicine and how that affects all the different meridians that travel through the body. And meridians are essentially um, going back to that idea of life force again. The Chinese have figured out that there's, you know, 12 to 14 different uh, pathways that typically this energy moves throughout us. And each of those pathways is guided by a major organ in the body. So we learn a lot about how herbs actually are transported through these different pathways or travel through them, as well as, you know, how do they affect all these different pathways? So anyway, getting back to your question, um, after you finish um, all of these different trainings, um, you do have to take a safety course as well. Um, It's called Clean Needle. Then after that, you have to actually take a number of board exams, just like medical doctors do. 
Um, for med for herbal medicine, you have to take four. You have to take one in biomedicine. You have to take one in acupuncture. You have to take one in um, Chinese medicine theory, and then um, the fourth one is in herbal medicine. And once you actually pass all four of those exams, um, then you can actually apply for a license. So it's it's a pretty long um, training, but that's just the beginning. From there, um, you can decide you want to become a specialist, just like a, a Western doctor has to. And for me, I decided I wanted to go into dermatology, which means that you have to do an additional few years of practice. Um, in Chinese medicine, it's slightly different than the way we do it in Western medicine in terms of academia. Um, in Western medicine, you know, we have a number of different medical schools that you can go to, and then you know, most of them specialize in a lot of different areas. And so you just continue on in that program and then you get your degree. In Chinese medicine, the schools don't actually specialize in different areas. You actually have to seek out a master who is um, who specializes in that particular area. And then you follow that master. Um, so for example, I studied with Mazanel Kafaji, who is considered the master of dermatology. Um, just like medical doctors, we have to do continuing ed to maintain our licenses. Um, so it's an ongoing education. We're always staying on top of, you know, the latest, greatest uh, ways to treat people. And we're always trying to learn more in our specialty areas. Oh, I guess I should have mentioned that we also have to have, do a number of clinical hours. In fact, it's a lot of clinical hours. Um, I was really lucky because not only did my school have a clinic on site on the campus where we brought in the public and were able to give acupuncture and herbal medicine treatments to people so that we could learn more in real life. But I actually worked with a school that actually had a relationship with a hospital. So I was required to go through cadaver lab as well. Um, and, you know, that was juxtaposed with learning where all these acupuncture points are on the body and what's actually underneath all of them so that we could understand all the structures that would be involved with every single acupuncture point that we put in. So it was a really comprehensive education, I would say. Yes. Wow. For you personally, did you have eczema still while you were going through all the trainings? Yeah. By that point, the eczema had subsided because that's uh, going back to school was really the decision I made after finding that I was, you know, completely free of eczema and could get my life back and not have to worry about going to the hospital all the time. So, um, yeah, at that point, I really didn't have eczema at all. Um, and, you know, like I said, I only had my peanut allergy. My asthma was completely gone um, and the urticaria was completely, you know, resolved. So, yeah, I was fine when I went to school. I was completely healthy. Maybe a little stressed out, but completely healthy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, so let's say an eczema patient comes to you seeking help. What can they expect from their initial visit? Yeah, so seeing a TCM provider is probably going to be a little bit different than going to your MD. Uh, for one, like I mentioned, we really are interested in your entire uh, holistic health. And so the intake is usually a lot longer. I personally have an eight page initial intake form that I have people fill out beforehand because I really want to understand how did this start? How did it progress? Where are you now? What are all the things that are going on in your life right now so that I can better understand what else is contributing to the skin? I go over that initial intake form with people at the first appointment. And then from there, what I typically do is give people a five day trial 
so that they can try out herbal medicine and see if this is something that they can do every day. Um, with every single kind of medicine, there's a percentage of people who just can't take that medicine. So, you know, herbal medicine is no different. You know, I find one in maybe 200, 300 people typically just can't take the herbs at all. Um, for that reason, their body just rejects it. Um, so that five-day trial is my chance to figure that out. The other thing is that herbal medicine is something that you have to ingest. And I'm going to be quite honest, we don't use anything to disguise the taste or make it, um, you know, more palatable. Uh, so if you really don't like uh, strong flavors that you're not used to, um, that could be a hindrance. So the 5D trial also gives people an opportunity to test out if they're that person. Um, you know, I have people who definitely have issues with certain tastes and they can you know, actually vomit and things like that. I want them to be sure that this is something that they can keep up day after day after day, because it's not going to be a, you know, one and done. It's definitely going to be something they're going to have to do for, you know, weeks on end, depending on their condition. So that gives them a chance to really test this out before investing a lot of money. And then it also gives me a chance to see, you know, how sensitive is this person's constitution? Because, their herbs might be fine and they can take them and they can tolerate the taste, but they might have a really, really sensitive system. So this also gives me a chance to sort of test out what kind of dosages people can take of each of the individual different herbs. From there, assuming everything goes well, or we've done a couple of trials just to see, you know, what combination works best, then we move forward with treatment. And from there, I usually see patients every few weeks um, they need to be on the herbs for long enough that I can actually assess how they're responding to it. So the five-day trial, not really expecting a heck of a lot to happen with their skin. Sometimes it does, though, um, but really not expecting a lot, really just trying to test it out. And then I typically meet with patients every few uh, weeks. Um, sometimes it can be between two weeks and four weeks, um, depending on how their uh, eczema is actually expressing. So if they have something that's like, really, really oozy and weeping and, and whatnot. I typically see people a little bit more frequently because I'm trying to get them to a point where that alleviates or stops. And then once they're at that point, I need to change the formula. Um, with other patients, they can be on a formula much longer. And then other patients I have, we have resolved the eczema completely, um, but lots of times they have hyperpigmentation or they have you know some residual stuff underneath that's not the eczema anymore. And sometimes they just need to be on that formula for a little while. So I can space them out a little bit longer. So the appointments or the frequency of appointment will really depend on what is going on with your current symptomology? You know, how are we addressing it right now? Are we gonna need to change the formula sooner or later? And then, you know, are things changing with you? I think uh, a lot of times people have flares that come up or, you know, they go on vacation and they're in a completely different climate and, and all of a sudden their skin goes nuts. And so we have to address those things. So if that comes up, then sometimes I see people on an emergency basis and we change the formula and we get them onto something else. So it really depends is what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like your practice is extremely customizable. Can you talk a little bit about how you might customize a plan? Yeah, so you hit the nail on the head. It really depends on how is this being expressed on you because nobody has the exact same expression of eczema. So we really, or I really look at what does it look like today? 
And then let's put together a formula that addresses that. So what am I looking at? I'm looking at, again, uh, you know, how's ex expressing wet or dry? Where is it expressing? Uh, going back to that idea of trying to find the herbs that are actually going to move on the right pathway to get to that body part. Every single thing that makes your skin different is going to indicate how I'm going to change the formula for you or, or build a formula for you. So it's a very, very different way of looking at medicine. I think the way we do it in Western medicine is typically one size fits all, right? With Chinese medicine, like we can be so incredibly specific. Um, and, you know, we can also base it on uh, age and weight. So my patients who are, you know, little babies who are four months old, like I can titrate the formula to work for their body type and size. Whereas, you know, my adults who are in their 50s or 60s, like, you know, they'll get something a little bit different. So there's a lot of different things that we can consider. We also can take into account, you know, how much is your emotional life playing into your condition? In Chinese medicine, we don't look at it as you have this condition and now you're having emotions because of it. We look at it as you have this condition and emotions come with that. So that's something that we consider when we actually put together formulas. So there's a lot of different aspects and levels of looking at a person and the formulas are meant to really address all of that. Great. Wow. Thank you for that in-depth answer. I have a couple more questions for you. So how long does it take to see results? I wish I had a crystal ball and I could just say everybody is going to take X amount of time or, or each person is going to take this amount of time. And it's really difficult to tell. It really depends on how many of your systems have been affected by your eczema condition. And what I mean by that is eczema is not just your skin. Eczema is a sy systemic issue. And depending on how many other things are playing into this will determine like how long it takes. And it also depends on how responsive your body is to herbs. So it really, really depends on so many different factors. And it depends on, you know, what else is going on in your life that's triggering this too. So I don't have a set answer for you. Um, we kind of have to see. Uh, but I always like to see some sort of change every single time I meet with patients. If I don't see change or there's not a good excuse for why they're not seeing change. So for example, if they get sick, that's a good reason why they probably haven't gotten better. Um, but if I don't see some change and there's no excuse for why they're not seeing change, like they're not taking their formula, um, then I usually have to sit down and talk with patients after a while and say, I'm not really sure if this is the right answer for you. I usually like to try at least three different approaches with somebody before I have that conversation, just to make sure I am employing every possible strategy I can with the herbs to see if I can help this person. So I don't keep anybody at my practice any longer than they should be there. I'm really not in the business of um, trying to just, you know, drag people along. I really just want people to get better. And if they're not getting better with me, then I want to find somebody that will help them get better. Mm -hmm. That's great. So do you treat any other conditions in addition to eczema? Yes, I treat all dermatological issues. I would say I probably specialize more in eczema and topical steroid withdrawal more than anything. Um, I do see patients who have psoriasis and acne and a number of other things, but I would say eczema and TSW is probably my sweet spot. Um, I've helped a lot of different patients with both. And as a result, they have then 
referred me. Um, and as a result, um, I would say the majority of my practice is now uh, eczema and TSW because so many people have seen really good results. Great. Okay, I have one last question for you. And that's, what's your favorite part of being a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner? The thing I love the most is being included in someone's journey and to be able to see them get better. I think that's the most satisfying part of my, uh, of being, being able to be brought into somebody's life and to help them get to a point where they can actually get their life back. Um, there's nothing more satisfying than that. And I mean, like I said, it all started with my own healing and the feeling that I got of being able to live my life a hundred percent the way I wanted to, you know, being able to do that or help people get to that point is just really amazing. And, I love being able to see people make that transition. A lot of people come to me at first and they're really, really depressed and they're really, really sad and they don't know if they can ever get better. It's really fun to watch somebody's eyes start to sparkle the next time you see them and the next time you see them. You know, listening to somebody talk about all the great things they get to do in their life and to regain it. So that is probably my absolute favorite part. I love being people's cheerleader. Um, because I know what it feels like to be in that position. So I would say that is my favorite part. And that is the thing that keeps me doing this every single day. Great. Wow. What an incredible answer. Did you want to let us know where we can find your information? Oh, sure. Um, If anyone's interested in knowing more about uh, me or my practice or just, you know, how TCM approaches eczema, you can go to my website, which is amethystacu.com. Um, I wrote a lot of different articles about eczema and TCM and what is TCM and how do we do it. So please go to the website, um, you know, scroll around, see what you can find and see what you can learn. Great. Thank you so much for joining me for this talk. We've learned so much. Well, thank you so much for having me. I mean, I really appreciate um, being able to share with you today. And it's been a real pleasure uh, talking with you. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Eczema Out Loud. You can visit the National Eczema Association at www.nationaleczema.org. If you have feedback on this episode, or you'd like to send in a suggestion for a future episode, you can email us at podcast at We hope you'll join us next time. <laughs>